Hello, Fantasy Football Managers, it's Alfie here. Welcome to the Ultimate Fantasy Podcast, your one-stop shop for all things fantasy. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so we're back to normality this week, back to a full show after that sort of triple game week fixture thing that was quite fun. Uh, yeah, the full show, so I've got Nath, I've got Tommy Garn, I've got Bowstring the Calm, I've got FPL Nympho, we've got other fun stuff as well. Uh, I am toying with the idea of the structure of the show at the moment, so if you do have any feedback, good or bad, uh, please let me know and uh, that'd be great to hear because I want to make this the best, man. Yeah. Right, let's have some fun. Let's listen to some football talk stuff. Eat some cake. Hello, yes, uh, in the studio with me is Nathan. Hi, Nathan. Hello, mate. Uh, you all right? And there's no uh, secret journalist again. I know, right? He's getting too big for us. Uh, he's, he's become so secret, he can't be on the radio anymore. I saw him quoted on an article the other day as well. Did you? I can't say what the quote was because it would give away who he actually is, but yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> exciting, isn't it? Yeah. He, uh, he does sometimes, he wears a mask, you know. <laughs> Uh, speaking of masks, have you been watching Watchmen? Haven't seen it yet. Heard good reports. Oh, Heard. mate, it's excellent. Yeah. yeah, everyone's raving about it. Succession's just drained 20 hours of my life, so maybe Watchmen's next. It's really. I, I was really surprised how good it was. Yeah? Like, there was, it generally kept your brain ticking over and kept you interested. I was like, oh, because, you know, the film was a bit... How superhero-y is no, it? No, it's, it's, it takes it takes the mick out of itself. There's a, there's a lot of clever humour, actually. Yeah? Okay, I'll... I'll have a look then. Yeah. I'll check it out for you. I'll report back. Yeah. I don't know why I'm bigging it up. I'm not getting sponsorship for this. Coming next week, the Watchmen po- po- <laughs> official <laughs> Watchmen podcast. <laughs> uh, um, talking about watching men, uh, this is not a segue at all. We're going no. for a beer later, aren't we? We are, yeah. Christmas Pod Christmas beer. Oh, mate, I'm dead excited. I'm excited as well. I can't wait. We're going to a new bar. Yeah. We're going to go in there and let them know his boss. Exactly. <laughs> Big fat shot of lager, please. <laughs> Pint of lager. What's that rubbish? No, no, I don't want that nonsense. Mm. Oh, that tastes rubbish. What is this place? Why is it so quiet? Oh, I don't like what you've done with the walls. Anyway, thanks for having us. Yeah, that kind of thing. Should we have the quick quiz? Then we'll do the... Because uh, we've got to talk football at some point. Yeah, quiz me. Uh, so, quick quiz for you, mate. Mm. Uh, new Watford boss, Nigel Pearson. Oh, God. Signed Premier League top goal scorer Jamie Vardy for a bargain. 1.1 million in 2012 mm. when he was boss at Leicester, of course. Yeah. Uh, I want you to name Pearson's three most expensive signings whilst at Leicester. <laughs> okay. Nice cool. and easy. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. Let's go. Let's not waste any more time. Let's do the game week 16. What's game week 16, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So confusing. Game week 16 roundup. Spurs are singing from the same sun sheet as Kane and co destroyed Burnley with a masterclass of scoring pretty nifty goals. Man United with a little help from a rash called Rashford paint the city a match to red. Big Dunk scares his Everton boys into beating Chelsea. Leicester prove to the villains who the real heroes are with yet another win. John Joe Shelby scores again as Newcastle benefit from a bit of AC action with the lanky striker helping defeat a worried Southampton. Liverpool dispatch Bournemouth. Sheffield United show that defenders are actually the best form of attack. Wolves punish Brighton and Arsenal's most expensive joker finally gets it in the score bag to have a poor arm side, slay an even poorer West Ham side. Oi, Nicholas, you should be up with the poor at Christmas, you mug. 
Four clean sheets this week. Yeah, four. Liverpool, Spurs, Watford, Palace, Goal Kings, two each. Kane, Vardy, Calvert, Lewin, Jota, Goal Swing, Defenders, Bulldogs, Stevens, Evans, Fernandez, Otamendi, Assist Kings, two each. Deli Ali, James Madison, Assisting Defenders, Kalazinac, Zidabi, Zimmerman, Johnny, Stevens, and Vertonghen, because he laid it on a plate for Son. Uh, red cards, oh, Chris Basham got one, and then he just didn't, so. This week's top performing players across FPL and draft uh, Harry Kane, Mr. Bulldog of Sheffield United, and Cater of Liverpool. Remember him? Hmm. I don't know what the fan tracks one is. I'm sorry I didn't do that bit. So you enjoyed game week 16, eh? Yeah. Yeah, well, I enjoyed it very much so, actually. It's a good week for me. What did you enjoy? Uh, I enjoyed the Spurs result. I thought that was that song goal was all right wasn't it jeez yeah <laughs> i know people were complaining about like him not being fouled but i did there was an element of thinking well maybe they just couldn't get close yeah to i think ben me is the last player that tries to take him out yeah and he just skips past him yeah. i what i really liked about it was just the change of pace because he actually doesn't really get going until he's about halfway in through his own half he's kind of light jog and then yeah. he just he just sees the whole picture, doesn't he? Just he just gets to the other the end pace, so quickly, doesn't he? And the he? ball's all, he always just gets there just before the defender flicks it through. And then imagine how knackered he'd be at the end of that run as well. And he just... I, just, you, I was knackered watching There's no it. doubt he was going to finish it as well, wasn't there? No, no doubt. Kane scored a couple of yeah, Kane's goals. goals as well, didn't he? I know. <laughs> yeah. I know, right. One of them, he was playing pretty much on one leg. I, was, I actually thought at one point he'd done his ankle again. In that Paper game. ankles. Yeah. Mm. I thought the referees did well this game. And this is a weird thing yeah. to say, but I thought the officials and VAR and all that, they did pretty, they've been doing pretty well recently. Yeah. Sheffield United, I was really annoyed with Chris Wilder. He really went down in my estimation when he complained about that, the fact that the Shelby goal got given. Yeah. Because it's just played to the whistle. You do play to the whistle, stuff. but when the... F- there is a slight natural reaction when the flag goes up. Yeah, but who cares? It, it's played yeah. to the whistle. It, like, everyone stops. So what? Like, I agree. Especially now in VAR, where actually dubious calls, the referee is more intent on letting it play yeah. out than you do need to just play through. So I don't think he really had much to no. complain about other than his own players just stopping playing. Yeah, should be shouting at them, shouldn't he? Yeah, exactly. But yeah. they... they uh, they had the twist of fate, didn't they? Because yeah. they're, they're sending off that wasn't a sending off. Yeah, that's the first time I can remember that happening. I don't think I've ever seen that. Regime that red was, I've seen a yellow guard upgraded to a red, but not the other way around, not downgrade. What was the upgrade? I can't remember this. Quite early on in the season it happened, someone got um, upgraded. Was Congratulations, it, you've been yeah. upgraded. And there's, there's been a couple of red cards that have been VAR, that have been done on VAR. Southampton Bertrand. had one recently. Bertrand, yeah, Ryan yeah. Bertrand had it, had it, didn't he? Um, that was a horrific challenge as well. I don't know. I think sometimes they just look worse in slow motion. I did enjoy uh, the VAR call on Man City, the penalty against Bernardo Silva, because it's been really annoying me, those pe- penalties being missed by referees, which you can kind of understand, but VAR then not giving the penalty, and at least they so kind blatant of... That, it, it was such a blatant foul that, yeah, it had It was to be. almost so blatant that people confused whether it was a foul or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How long were they looking at Ogbonna chance for last night? But the, or goal. Was, yeah, was, goal. Was he, was, what, there was, was a chance that it, it kind of came off no, his shoulder as he's heading it. Really, it but a, they were really looking for it, yeah, weren't they? They, were, they really they wanted were, it to be a... I think, again, I know it's not... Um, the handball isn't based on clear and obvious, but I think with that one, if you're, you're looking for a brush and it's not 
clear and obvious that it's hit him on the no. shoulder. Then, it, like, if it's not clear enough. If you've watched it twice in slow motion and you can't be sure, then it's not clear and obvious and just get on with exactly. it. That went on for way too, yeah. way too long last night. Did you see Shaka duck out of the way? Or, to be fair, it was a massive. Ogbonna is a massive freight train. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be getting out of the way of that bad boy. Yeah. What else did you enjoy this week? Uh, that's it, really. I didn't really. I just suppose I enjoyed Everton. Yeah. But I don't know. Let's talk about FPL. Okay. Cool. We, I enjoyed FPL, actually. Yeah. Because th- we did pretty well, didn't we? We did, despite a couple of our players didn't really perform, but the ones that did perform really did go to town. Yeah, they did. Yeah, it was it was solid, wasn't it? So yeah. seventy seven points we got mm. this week. The average was fifty four. For transfers, we traded out Chilwell for Evans, yeah. which was nice. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and there we were tossing up between Evans and Surinchu, but yeah. went for Evans purely on the differential. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which is a good a, double bubble, really, isn't double it? Double bubble, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, we traded out D Henderson for McCarthy. Mm. I sort of made that decision on my own purely because. We were going to trade at Henderson, weren't we? Yeah. But I decided to spread the clean sheet possibilities by having Southampton. And I, really I think that's fair enough to some extent. Uh, I wouldn't have necessarily spread the clean sheet possibilities to Southampton. but yeah. No, but he's 4.3 million. Yeah, and what cheap, I yeah. did is I left the door open for us to get Chilwell back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If we wanted to do that. Uh, we Captain Mane originally. Yeah. Because of the uh, Bournemouth Goal Fest. Mm. Uh, and we thought Son was the vice captain. I even posted it online. Yeah. But on the day... Vardy was vice captain, which is fine. Yeah, it's worked just out. We, two we extra were, points. We worked out like one extra point. Yeah, two in total, though, isn't it? No, it's just one. It's complicated maths, but yeah, it's one. It's like no, no, but we got two extra points because it was one extra. No, but we were got the one from. It's don't worry. It's like when someone gives you the pound. It's that old maths trick. But anyway, it's one. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I gave you fifty quid, no? Yeah, exactly. It's that that old kind of <laughs> riddle. Anyway, but. It, it didn't make any difference. I've been. I would have been livid. Mm. I would have been emailing FPL headquarters straight <laughs> away. Um, it was Son did well, obviously, as we mentioned. Aurier got his first clean sheet for us. Yeah, it was a good little pick up. Quite cheap, isn't he? And Madison got a couple of nice cheeky assists. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm pretty happy with that. Seventy-seven. Hey, we're up two now, mate. We're up two. Go on. Forty-five thousand six hundred fifty-eight overall. That's pretty sweet, isn't it? That's pretty good. I mean, I'm quite close to telling my parents about that. <laughs> <laughs> good thing to take into Christmas. Yeah, exactly. What have you been up to, love? Oh well, you know, doing really well in the fantasy football league. Oh, go on, tell us. What? what where are you? Where are you? Son? Oh, he's so good at the fantasy football league. Where are you, they? son? Where about yeah. forty-five thousand? Oh, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't like, sound very seven million. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have to just keep pl- uh, plowing away. Uh, it's all about the end of the season. <laughs> In the official Ultimate mm-hmm. Fantasy Podcast League, we're yep. up to second. But congratulations to Amit Duta, who remains top. Mm. His team is top with 982 points. Okay. Yeah, that's not bad, is it? Yeah. Uh, don't forget, you, the listener, you can join our league. Please join. We're up to 22 teams now. That's nice. That's I mean, a good-sized league. That's retro Premier League mm. size. Uh, yeah, so join us. PSDBV4. PSDBV4. You can find it in the blurb as well. Cool. Um, I'm interested to know what changes we're going to make for this week, Nate, actually. Yeah, I think... I don't know what the Chilwell injury situation is. Obviously, the Evans He plays, moved. didn't he? Yeah. So, he's. I think maybe there's been a bit like... There's been niggle there because he didn't play, did he? And then he came back in, but... Yeah. 
maybe he's the one that we'd get back in because obviously Evans has got an assist and a goal in the last two games. But oh, he did, as we as we'll yeah. get into in draft, Johnny Evans doesn't score unless his draft team is playing against mine. <laughs> all defenders, all yeah. defenders. Um, the other question mark I have in our team is Pulisic. Um, yeah, we've got him in because of that whole buy now or not be able to afford him later scenario. Mm. Um, one one possibly I was thinking of, this is a bit out there, but uh, Naby Keita, he's not going to play every game. Mm. So in theory, we could drop him to the bench and play five defenders mm. with Martin Kelly. That sounds exciting, doesn't it? Doesn't sound hugely exciting. I know, I know the theory there that you've, it's almost a thing you could start him in midfield and then if he doesn't play... He just drop, yeah. Because it's very rare that he comes on as a sub anyway. So mm. he just drops out and you get I mean, that, that could change, couldn't it? Um, but I still... Pulisic is still getting in good positions, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. know. So I watched the Everton game, like I said. And mm. Chelsea should have done better. Anyway. So yeah, so that's us. Uh, the highest goals... Sorry, the highest scoring FPL manager for game week 16 overall. Mm. Congratulations, Mohamed Adel, whose team... Adele 4. That's not Adele 19, by the way. No, or 21. Yeah, amassed 127 points. Uh, I think he may be listening to Tommy Gunn because his team, Nate, right? <laughs> Go on. His team consisted of Guaita, Kelly and Tompkins. Okay, yeah. That's a Palace core. And Bulldog, Lundstrom and Stevens. Nice. That is a Pell Chef core. Wow. And he totally lucked out with that. Let's face it. Uh, I take it, he, yeah, he got the goal. It was the Sheffield United goals rather than actually clean sheet. It was the goals, it? wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, just just the two of Salah and Son in midfield. <laughs> and up front, P, Vardy and Kane. Comes at a cost though, mate. Made 13 transfers and therefore we will see 48 point deduction. <laughs> <laughs> That's hashtag managing. Madness, isn't it, really? Yeah. It is madness. Um, yeah, be careful, Mohamed Adele, because someone like you, <laughs> the sky will fall and you'll be rolling in the deep. Uh, <laughs> oh, I can't be a bit of Adele pun. Yeah, so you might be thinking he's crazy. Guess where he's placed? I reckon if you're doing that whole being prepared to take minus 48, then you're probably doing all right. I reckon he's probably in the top million. Well, this could be a game, couldn't it? It could be genius or fool. Yeah. Right? So you're going with genius. Genius, yeah. He's placed 7,061,308 <laughs> place overall. It's obviously then uh, my team's doing so rubbish, I need to change everything about it. But change it. it for all of Palace and... Yeah. That's desperation, isn't Maybe it? actually he scores really highly every week, but he also has a minus 40. Maybe he hasn't realised that those points come off. Doesn't read that, but he just clicks. Yeah. <laughs> scored really well again this week. <laughs> no one's no one's explained anything. But I've got minus twenty two points. <laughs> Brilliant. I was looking. Uh, he's part of the um, Man City League. Okay. And I was looking through the Man City fan league for some names. Okay. Cool. Now I've been through a few, mm. and Man City fans. Mm. It may be something to do that you're more of a worldwide brand, but your league is terrible for names. Okay. How creepy is this one, Nathan? <laughs> Ready? Mm. Baby's breath. <laughs> I think, yeah, maybe you and should that, pass those details over to the police. And that's by uh, Peter Sutcliffe. Of... <laughs> <laughs> no, of course. Uh, Vignesh Narayanyan. 
I said that so wrong. Sorry, yeah. Vignesh. Uh, yeah, it's a bit weird, isn't it? Uh, this one is a bit better. One for the history buffs. Battle of De Bruyne. Okay, yeah. Hey, mm. that's all right. I mean, yeah. it's not funny, but it's technically good. Mm. This one, I think it's good, actually. Me, my Delph and I. Okay, yeah. That's mm. a handshake. Well done. Yeah. Victoria Lewis. Victoria. <laughs> Have you got one? I ask you this every week. It's I know. not like it's a surprise. I know. And then I, it's the one thing I always forget. No. Never mind. Never mind. Uh, Benteki fried chicken. Benteki fried chicken. Never <laughs> just throw that one in again. <laughs> oh, right. Draft fantasy. Draft fantasy. Um, I'm not sure we need to talk about the draft fantasy results this week, Nathan. No, we should. It's an important part. Oh, you sure? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't mind. Uh, yes. Congratulations to you, Nathan. You managed to beat the juggernaut that is the Inglorious Thunder Bastards, aka me. Mm. You know, you knew you needed something big. Yeah, because my players are consistently putting out stuff at the moment, aren't they? Mm, yeah, and you did. You didn't. Uh, didn't leave it short. Fifty-eight to forty-nine. You won. Yeah, stepped up. Big week for Son Evans um, in goal. Allison finally came through with a clean sheet. <laughs> yeah, for me. Um, Jimenez with an assist. The Ox got a goal. Oh yeah, and the Ox got a goal as well. Yeah, yeah, it all went well. Yeah, Johnny Evans flying first Absolutely goal in flying. about sixteen years. <laughs> um. And the annoying thing was, obviously, I had Trent Alexander-Arnold. Yeah. That was so frustrating. Mm. I knew they'd keep a clean sheet. And the one time, it gets dropped. Yeah. Typical really moment. made my day. Seeing that. Yeah. Because we had a lot of players neutralising each other. Yeah, as well, we did. We? And then when that happened, I thought, oh, I'm going to get the Allison clean sheet over yeah. the Trent Alexander yeah. one. Yeah. But we... Obviously, I had a good week. I've done a double over you so far. It's two oh, yeah. wins from two. Yeah, I'm just a great guy like that. I'm just nice. Yeah, haven't beaten. Uh, obviously, we didn't have a podcast last week, but a drew with uh, Tommy Gunn the week before. Oh, he did. Was it 47, 47? Yeah, Tommy Gunn had a good week this week though. Oh, he did. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> we are going to talk to him, but he got. Yeah, oh, great. <laughs> he got. He got eighty-one points. Yeah, he was at half time on um, at the three o'clock kickoffs on Saturday. He was on minus two. Oh, because of Burnley. Yeah. The Burn Corps. <laughs> yeah. But that, yeah, the Sheffield United defenders got the goals. Yeah. It's crazy. This whole it? team went, went eight. I'll blink that out. Don't worry about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I was looking at this, and to be fair, I think, no offense to you, Nate, but this was one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this Here we go. Luckily. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to you, Nate, but I think this is one for the lesser teams. <laughs> <laughs> like we said Tommy Gunn got 81 points Dow got 60 yeah. Dow hasn't even got a defence <laughs> I have no idea he got 60 points oh that's right because he had uh, Cater yeah yeah he's had him all season <laughs> just for this one game week uh, Man has got 57 I mean uh, it was a, I think next week we'll see different results to be honest yeah I've moved up the table though I'm f- three points away from the top yeah actually so the secret journalist lost again Yep. Um, but it was, like you said, it was a good week for our league in terms of being mm. a spectator, like there yeah. is anyone. Uh, in terms of the title chase, uh, Robson and I both lost. Uh, Moon won, which means he... Back into third from fifth. Back into third. Yeah. So it reads like this. Robson top 31, me second with 30, Moon third on 30, but with inferior player points, as it were. But then it's you and Benny P on 28, Nave. Yep. Uh, Ming in field 27 secret journalist field 25 he slipped down mm. and then you got all the rubbish people 
Yeah, and then the chaff. The chaff. Plus Tommy Gunn. <laughs> Tommy Gunn keeping it alive. Yeah. Uh, oh, never mind. Yeah, that's good, isn't it? Mm. Tristan lost again, didn't he? Yeah. He's been having a cry. Yeah, his team. Like, he started the season well, but it's just all falling apart. I looked at his team, though, and I can't. He's not really got any assets anymore. He's got he? De Bruyne. Yeah. De Bruyne's been quiet for like four or five game weeks now, hasn't he? Really? But he's hiding behind this whole, oh, I just wanted to win it with. I don't want these bonus points and I don't want, I just want goals, clean sheets. Yeah, but he's not getting those either. He's not getting those either. So (laughs) (laughs) it's basically taking his ball and going, I'm going home. Do you remember as well at the start of the season that someone went on a six game winning streak and was top of the league? Sam Sam Manners. Sam Manners, yeah. Yeah. Where's he now? He's right down. Is he actually, where is he now? He's third from bottom now. Good. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but Tris is having such a bad season. He's talking about, a breakaway league. Yeah, he's the, talking about doing like the Scottish division, the league splits at the halfway point so that basically the elite players can battle against and then he can bully all of the people who don't really care. But it wouldn't make any sense. You know, it'd be difficult to actually administer, wouldn't it? I think in theory it does kind of work and it means that it would give some of the players who are cut adrift something to aim for, but I think a cup competition is better. Yeah, I'm better sure. use Because then, every, like... All you need is a few good game weeks and you potentially are in like the final of a major, major competition. Mm. I have proposed this before. Yeah. I've got a thing there. Mm. This is someone showing me, uh, Wayne, if you're listening, Wayne. <laughs> uh, they split their league and they have a cop competition and they'll put money in and stuff like that. So it can be done. Trouble is our league. No one can be asked to pay, pay any money. Yeah. I think a like a, a Nations League format with different groups and then the winners of those groups going through to play each other means that at least the people who are cut away a bit get a second chance of their season. Mm. I'd love to hear what our listeners think. <laughs> Actually, if you have got any good ideas... Any innovations? Contact us at Ultimate F Pod. Okay, that's the end of part one. Coming up part two, we're going to talk to uh, Matt Kearney and Tactics Truck, talk some FPL, and we're also going to talk to Tommy Gunn, who's a bit chipper. Welcome to part two. Let's go speak now to Tommy Gunn. Hello, Tommy Gunn. Alfie, how's it going, man? I'm good, thanks, mate. I'm well. I'm not as good as you, Mister Eighty-One Points on Draft Fantasy. I don't think anyone's as good as me. I think you're the best of all time. I think realistically, scoring eighty-one points in a draft match. I think you have to resign immediately afterwards because that's it. It's game over. Well, it's, it's never happened before. I, I mean, where are we with the highest score of the of the league this season for our league? Um, where I we don't think. Of... I don't know if we've ever done eighty-one. I don't think we've ever done that in the history of time. Really, the history yeah. of the history of our four seasons of doing this. Well, I've, oh, had, okay. a, I've had a few I'm high sure scores. I don't think I've ever done it. Maybe I have. I don't know. I know Branson. He was famously one to have high scores. Yeah, I had the high score record for a while, but we're going back to Alexis Sanchez at Arsenal time. We're going back like three seasons uh, and Branson broke it. So, yeah, I don't know, but something in the 80s. I don't know if it's the highest of all time. We'll have to look it up. We'll have to get the, um, get the uh, what do they call it? Geeks? Um, 
data. Get the geek data, out. yeah. The geek data, yeah. So this uh, briefly touched upon that team that succeeded so well because people were gagging to know. You had uh, obviously you had three Sheffield United defenders in your chef core. Um, they did concede, but two of those defenders you had scored a goal each, the both wingbacks. And then, of course, the big star turn is Pepe. Pepe finally turned up. He's, he finally turned up. It's only taken until the, the, the beginning of December to turn up. I mean, it started badly with my Burnley lads going 5-0 down at Spurs. But then, uh, and I was like, they were a couple of them were on minus points for some time uh, on the course of Saturday afternoon. But it quickly turned around. I mean, and then basically all my players scored. I had Dominic Calvert-Lewin, who's actually suddenly turned up. Uh, but then, of course, yeah, the big ones, the Sheffield United lads delivered. Uh, Spurs clean sheet, Pepe, Martinelli, Madison, gone. That's it. Makes it look easy, doesn't it? That's Bish, it. That's all you bash, really need. Bosh. And they all did well, didn't they? Yeah, uh, Pepe, goal and an assist. I mean, we're playing West Ham. I think West Ham are pretty much the only side who would have lost that game. I think anybody hmm. else wouldn't have let Arsenal win. I've got a stat for you. Go on. When was the last time Arsenal were losing at half-time and went on to win the game? It's probably about 20 years ago, wasn't it? It was eight years ago at Chelsea. Oh, really? That's not, not as bad as I thought it would be, actually. Yeah, that 5-3 game. I think Van Persie scored, John Terry fell over, stuff like that. Um, That's yeah, a long years. time, isn't it, really, for a so-called big team? Yeah, it's extraordinary. Um, let's talk about your accumulator, mate. The last time you did accumulator, I heard on the grapevine that it didn't go too well. No, it didn't. We came unstuck. We went Liverpool and Man City for wins with our Prem teams. And then Man City didn't win. So so that just fell at the first hurdle. Fell, fell down. Game one. So uh, I, did, I, I, I did look through the scores. Pretty much everything else came in. Uh, I mean, to an extent. Uh, but, uh, you know, give or take. But, <laughs> uh, so, so this game week, uh, the accumulator you've done, I, I believe you've done an eight-team spread that goes through all the divisions. Uh, they're nearly all home wins. Uh, and for the Premier League, you've chosen Liverpool, Chelsea and Sheffield United all to win. Uh, no draws at all. No, they're all, they're all to win in, across that. You'll get 80-1 to 1 on that with Willie Hill. It's worth a £10 bet. And um, our running kitty is £5 down. Yeah. Uh, obviously, if that comes in, that's circa 800 quid. So we're going to be looking at a 795 pound sort of float going forward. Good, good. Christmas party. You, you do the math. <laughs> well, good luck with that, Tommy Gunn. Uh, good luck with your game week. I imagine you're keeping the Chef United core. I am because they are, they're playing Villa. Yeah, I've got them on my Acker. Yeah, they're playing Villa. I'm just going to go three at the back and hope Spurs pick up a clean sheet away at Wolves, which is less likely. But, um, you know, whatevs. We'll see how it goes. Good stuff. We'll speak to you again soon then. All right, mate. Lovely stuff. That was Tommy Gunn. My, oh, my. Did you see that Pepe performance coming, Nave? Um, I didn't see it coming, but... Did you watch, you watch the game, though? Yeah, I, I had half an eye on it. I was doing some other bits and bobs, but yeah. He had a good few moments, didn't he? Yeah, he did, yeah. It yeah, he's got a lot of... Good goal. Yeah, he's got everything in the toolkit. He's just, just putting it together, but yeah, lovely goal. And an assist as well, so... Crazy, he's gone. 72 million, he's, got, he's started to pay that back. <laughs> 71.5 yeah. million now. Only 755 more games to go. Yeah, exactly, yeah. To pay that off. Hey, how about we now <laughs> go to the tactics truck where Matt Kearney's been waiting patiently uh, to talk some FPL. Tactics truck, tactics truck, I got a truck, it's full of tactics, it brings me luck and you will suck, because you don't hear 
have a Texas truck. Hello, Matt. Matt Kenny, how are you? Hey, Alfie, I'm good, thanks. Good, good, good. Matt, you were not having a good time on FPL of late. Uh, I've even heard cries of sack getting sacked in the morning from disgruntled Team Carp fans. But 69 points this week, much better. Yeah, not too shabby. Uh, a lot of bench points as well, but uh, I'll take it, yeah. Yeah, you uh, you finally got Vardy in your team. I, I did. He was uh, just punishing me week after week. Now, I know he punished <laughs> me again this week because I didn't captain him, but, uh, you know, Saturday was so good and then... Sunday, the rank dipped a little bit after his brace. Mm, never mind, mate. Never mind. At least you've got me in a team now. Uh, last time we spoke, uh, before the fixtures went crazy, uh, you brought up uh, Palace's set of fixtures uh, to our attention. And uh, that's been that's looking very astute. So what is on your mind next week? Have you got a bit of a captaincy dilemma? Yeah, I mean, um, looking at the fixtures, there's a lot of good home games. And the two fixtures that stand out to me seem to be uh, Liverpool versus Watford and Leicester versus Norwich. So obviously, Jamie Vardy is going to be a very strong captaincy candidate this week. Um, and then, of course, Mane, who was who was fully rested last game against Salah, who mm. seemed to maybe coming back into form like the old Salah. We have to wait and see if he's after if, if he's fully over his uh, injury injury woes. So uh, it's going to certainly be interesting. There's going to be a lot of managers uh, torn between Liverpool and Leicester, but I'm firmly in the Leicester camp myself this week. Talking about Salah, uh, he had a glint in his eye. I noticed he looked he looked like the devil back, actually. Uh, most teams, including ourselves, got rid of him, but you've you've still got him in your team, haven't you? Yeah, I've got Salah. I've, I've kind of held the faith with him. Uh, I guess I didn't really have much choice because my team is in such bad shape. Losing Salah was a bit of a luxury. Um but yeah, I've stuck by him and, you know, last week was pretty good. Um, so going forward, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, Wofford, they, you know, they had their interim manager looking after the team for the Palace game. They got a nil all and they were they were fairly happy with the result, even though they probably didn't play the best football on the day. But they weren't leaky at the back and I think that's what they were looking for. So against Liverpool, it may be a case of damage limitation. They may not score, but uh, yeah, Nigel Pearson there. That'll be interesting to see how it goes. And uh, yeah, they, who knows? They might cause a bit of a problem for Liverpool. That's why I, I think I'm a bit more comfortable with Jamie Vardy for captaincy this week. Um, I don't even think Norwich can afford to, to do da- a damage limitation, even if they try. They're just so poor at the back recently. So yeah, I mean, it has to be Vardy for me. I, I, can't, I can't see past Vardy this week. Mm. Uh, let's talk clean sheets. Uh, what are your clean sheet predictions this week? Um, well, I'm, I'm going to be a little bit biased. I, I'm going to say Leicester, even though I don't have uh, any of their defenders, but I'm going to be biased with Liverpool. Um, I'm not really convinced on Watford's attack. Um, I think Trent getting, well, he, he got a, bit, a, a semi-rest uh, during the week. If it wasn't for Lovren being so inconsiderate and getting injured, <laughs> he would have would have had a full rest. Tell me about um, it. Yeah, so I, I think Liverpool and Leicester are definitely a good show. Um, I'm not really too keen on Chelsea, so I'm going to go with Sheffield for for the last one. I'm going to back Sheffield to get back to uh, be, being that watertight defence that we seen earlier in the season. Mm, people love that Sheffield United defence. Right. Uh, thanks very much, Matt, for joining us. Good luck with the game week. We'll speak to you again next week. Thanks, Alfie. Tatis truck, Tatis truck. I got a truck. It's full of Tatis. It brings me luck and you will suck. Because you don't have a Tatis truck. That was Tatis Trucks with Matt 
Kenny, a.k.a. Bowstring the Carp. If you want to hear more from him, you can uh, find out what he does on his Twitter. You can find the link in our episode blurb. Right, this is the end of part two. We're going to rush straight ahead now to part three for the upcoming game week fixtures. Welcome to part three. Let's look at the game week fixtures. Game week 17 on Saturday, the 14th of December. Liverpool versus Watford's the early kickoff. Then you've got Burnley versus Newcastle. Chelsea versus Bournemouth. Leicester against Norwich. Sheffield United versus Villa. Southampton versus West Ham. Then on Sunday, the 15th, Man United against Everton. Wolves against Tottenham. And then the 4.30 kickoff is Arsenal against Man City. And Monday, yeah, Monday night football, the 16th of December is the biggest derby uh, Crystal Palace against Brighton hmm yeah strange derby that one the Gus Poyet dirty protest derby oh was that when he did that yeah in the playoffs wasn't it a few years ago yeah what did he do again well obviously libel lawyers this alleged that well some someone definitely did do something completely filthy in Crystal Palace's changing rooms and it's alleged that Gus Poyet was a source very close to the offending article. I think that gets past the lawyers, doesn't it? Yeah. I he, So basically what you're saying is Gus Poet took a sh- <laughs> <laughs> in the palace changing room. Uh, that seems so far-fetched, though, surely. Yeah, because he came out afterwards and he was like, it's absolutely disgusting someone's done this, blah, blah, blah. And then there's a lot of stuff that's happened since that suggests that actually he was the... Uh, he smelt it, dealt it. That is nuts. Yeah. Well, it? I don't know. I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> don't always die. Like. <laughs> right, let's talk over some fixtures. Uh, the first one we're going to look at, Chelsea versus Bournemouth. Okay. Yep. Uh, now, there's nearly always a clean sheet in this fixture. Did you know that, Nath? I couldn't have imagined that. But, uh, yeah. Six clean sheets in the previous eight Premier League meetings between these two. Mm. Three for Chelsea, three for Bournemouth. Yeah. Um, Chelsea, obviously, at home. From the uh, past four Premier League games at Stamford Bridge, the results have been 1-0 Bournemouth, 3-0 Chelsea, 3-0 Bournemouth, mm. 2-0 Chelsea in September last year. Yeah. So that would mean then uh, it's Bournemouth's turn to win. Yeah, and a few things with Bournemouth at the moment. They've lost five in a row now, and they're one win in ten. They've got a horrendous injury list at the moment. They've got virtually a whole team out, Ake, um, Big player. Yeah, big player injured at the weekend. Wilson's having a bit of a goal drought, and ever since Josh King was injured, their form has kind of gone out the window. But this happened to Bournemouth a few times, and actually they've gone and then surprised. It always seems to have been Chelsea as the team that they suddenly pull a result out of nowhere and then go on another run. So it wouldn't surprise me if they were to get something out of this game. Mm. Um, and when you say about clean sheets as well, so Chelsea, 24 matches under Lampard this season, and they've so far only kept four clean sheets. And after the same amount of games under Sari last season, that was 12. So, Whoa. Yeah. Real change of the defence. And, I mean, some of that defending against Everton was atrocious, wasn't it? It was, wasn't it? It really was. Uh, yeah, Bournemouth. So the last time these guys faced up was in January at the Vitality. Chelsea won 4-0. Mm. Um, Chelsea, uh, like we said, we mentioned against Everton. Uh, they had 70% possession, 15 shots, mm. four on target, five corners. Uh, their biggest point earner was Kovacic. 
nine. So, uh, you going for what are you going for? The, what are you going for? I'm going to go for a Chelsea win, but narrow, 2 1. Okay, I'm going to go 3 2, Chelsea. Okay, you see, goals. Only, only because um, Chelsea created a lot of chances, actually, mm. against Everton that were just never just outdone by the occasion, I think. Yeah. Uh, Man United versus Everton. Mm. The I think the old school kick anything that moves, run around <laughs> tactic. And you know why it works for them? Because most of their players should be playing for Burnley anyway. Yeah. Like uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Mm. I mean, he's, I've never really rated him at all the youth levels anyway. Mm. And then, he, I mean, yeah, he worked hard, but he needs to be doing more, doesn't he? Calvert-Lewin, definitely. You could see that Duncan Ferguson have been training him for the... Lucky goals, though, weren't they? Oh, yeah, they were. But they're through strength and through persistence. <laughs> the and one where Zuma just punted in the air. And Christensen did that Sunday league thing of where you, like, kind of lose the ball in the air and your head, <laughs> you end up, like, heading thin air as the ball, like, rolls down your back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they only had 30% dis- uh, possession Everton against Chelsea, yeah. of course. Uh, but in that, that could work well against United. Yeah. Yeah, and they've got they've got players that can, in theory, pick up points. I mean, one that I actually dropped this game week because I dropped him before Silva got sacked, um, and he got hauled off after like thirty six minutes. But I had Chibro Sidibe because he was okay for an assist, but he did, does make a lot of tackles at right back. Hmm. He obviously got an assist yeah, and I, still yeah. does tackles. And I think you picked him up. I've picked him up purely because the tackling thing. Yeah, yeah, he does make a lot of tackles. So if you're playing a draft league with Conte points, then he's definitely someone that is worthwhile looking at because he can be an attacking asset as well as those tackles as well. But um, United, uh, yeah, don't you think that that win for them against the Tees could be so more damaging than it realised because it just means they're going to keep that Burke in charge? I'm going to disagree with you, actually. No, you missed it gone by October. Yeah, I know. Um, I, I still don't think he's the long-term solution. but He's awful. But I do I think, you know, I think Solskjaer was praised for his tactical awareness. It's very basic tactical awareness. Mm. I mean, it wasn't difficult. You play your pacey wingers against guys that don't know what they're doing at the back. Mm. By design, those players will be up for those big games because they have big egos and they think they need to be at the top. Mm. So they, they raise their game. I'd also say McTominay coming back to fitness has made a difference Oh, yeah, as well. yeah. He's very good, solid kind of base in midfield for them as well. Um, yes. Yeah, so um, will they be able to break down Everton? Because Everton, are they a big side? Probably not. They're not going to keep much possession. Uh, how do you see this going there, Nath? Um, I fancy United for the win, actually. I think 2-1 again. I, I've, I, for some reason, I, I think 0-0. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> I need a plump for 1-0, but yeah. Okay, right. Before we talk uh, more fixtures, let's go now to FBI Nymphra and get the trending transfers. <laughs> There are two goalkeepers fighting it out to become the trendiest goalkeepers ahead of game week 17, and they are Gaeta and Schmeichel. Gaeta has been bought by over 26,000 managers, while Schmeichel has been picked up by over 22 plus thousand managers. In defence, the injury to Van Arnold has him just edging the transfers out with over 54,000 sales. Tamori is just behind him though with his lack of game time, meaning 50 plus thousand managers have shipped the Chelsea man already. 
already. Kelly is by far the most transferred in defender this week, with over 95,000 of you buying ahead of his Brighton match. In midfield, there's a clear leader for purchases in this week, and Sonny takes it. Sun has been bought by over 170,000 managers already ahead of game week 17. Ali is the next best with over 97 plus thousand purchases. Up front, Rashford is by far the trendiest player in this week of all the categories. Over 188,000 managers have picked up the Man United striker ahead of his Everton matchup. Valdi and Abraham are the next closest transferred in with over 67,000 managers plumping for Valdi and 65 plus thousand managers hoping for some Abraham Matthew. That was FBL Nymphra with the trending transfers. If you want to hear more from her, you can find her link to her YouTube page and everything from our episode below. Yeah, go and click, go and listen. Uh, right now, let's talk some more fixtures. Let's do, we're going to try and do other fixtures, quickstures. Okay, cool. Let's that do it quickly. So quick fire round. Quick fire round. So, uh, Liverpool versus Watford. Uh, okay. Home win, clean sheet. Yes, yeah, all Done. day long. <laughs> Burnley versus Newcastle. Shelby has scored three game weeks running, five goals in total for the season. He's only managed two goals in total in his previous two seasons. Mm. Uh, is he going to score again? No, but I still <laughs> think he's worthwhile having in your squad. He is worthwhile, yeah. yeah. Uh, Newcastle won both fixtures last season, and they won 2-1 at Turf Moor. How's this one going, Nathan? Um, I think it's going to be a score draw. one all. one all. Uh, 2-1 Newcastle <laughs> Leicester versus Norwich um, this one says to me home win clean sheet actually and then I thought 2-2 two, two draw really? yeah I don't know you why you think Leicester going to trip up here? no I, th- I think I must have been drunk from Martin last week Martin O'Neill derby kind of isn't it? yeah it kind of is home win clean sheet surely um, home win I'm not banking on a clean sheet 2-1 I think 3-1 4-1 actually 4-1 Mm, that's how they beat Villa. Speaking of Villa, Sheffield United versus Aston Villa. Sheffield United spanked Villa 4-1 mm. at Bramall Lane last season. It was 3-3 in the reverse at Villa Park. It appears Sheffield United know how to score against Villa. Mm. You're backing Sheffield United for a clean sheet, aren't you? I am, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Play the hits, Nathan. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, as Matt said, I think it returns to the Sheffield United defence. I think they'll win this one 1-0. I think Jack Grealish will have a say in this, and I think mm. it'll be 1 1. Southampton versus West Ham. Score, draw, run all over it. <laughs> Either that or 0 0, surely. I think uh, I'm back in Southampton for the win here. Really? I just can't see West Ham losing again, and I can't see Southampton losing again. Yeah, I think Southampton will win this. I think uh, I'd say 3 1. Danny Ings? Yeah, Danny Ings, maybe, uh, I fancy Gineppo and maybe Ward-Prowse as mm. well. The worrying thing for Southampton is that Ings is in the mm. form of his life and yet they're not winning every game. That's all I yeah. have to say about that. Wolves versus Spurs. Goals, goals, goals. There's been loads of goals the last season mm. in these two teams. Um, Wolves really punished the Brighton mistakes. I really enjoyed those. That sounds yeah. silly. We really enjoyed watching those mistakes because Wolves were just like, bang, this is the Premier League. Don't mess yeah. around here. Uh, how do you see this one going? Um, I can see Spurs winning this one. I think it'll be a closely fought match, but I think it'll come out 3-2 to Spurs. Mm, okay. 
I, I fancy Wolves for a win here. Ooh. Do I? No, I don't. Two <laughs> uh, two. <laughs> Palace versus Brighton. This is the derby, the most important derby in the whole Premier yeah. League calendar. Apparently, the Glenn Murray derby, the A twenty derby, is it? Or the M twenty? M twenty derby. The Bird derby because it's seagulls versus eagles. eagles. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to say the Eagles had the edge last season over the Eagles. Uh, they won 3-1 at the Amex and then went to Selhurst in March. Came away with a 2-1 win. Mm. Uh, guess what player scored for Brighton that day? Your uh, Glenn fa- Murray. Your favourite player in the world. Anthony Knockout. Oh, <laughs> I'll get you, Knockout. <laughs> uh, bit of a smash and grab, actually, that was. Mm. Palace had 60% possession and more shots and more corners. Eight in total compared to Brighton zero. Um, and Palace then were enjoying good run of form when mm. that happened too, like they kind of are now. Yeah. Uh, they were only defeated once in the previous six fixtures before that, and that was against United. Mm. So could there be... But, you know, Brighton has happened differently now. Yeah, this is definitely going to be the game that's last on match of the day, I think. I yeah. Think, I think 1-0 Palace. Oh, I'm going to go 1-0 Brighton. Ooh, nice. Um, Arsenal against Man City. Um, Arsenal haven't been sitting in the Premier League since December 2015. It was 2-1 that day. Uh, I would not be banking on a clean sheet for this one. No. No, not at all. Not in the slightest. For neither team. No. 2-all. 4-2 to Man City. <laughs> right, so our clean sheet forecast then. Uh, do you want me to go first? Do you want to go first? Um, hopefully this corresponds with what I've said. Um, just to go back to Palace, I think Guaita and uh, Martin Kelly are the ones you want to be looking at. Defender wise, because they yeah, great getting those massive clean points, sheets. free free yeah. weeks running, and he makes saves as well as just yeah. clean sheets as well. Um, okay, I think I predicted uh, Palace, Sheffield United, and Liverpool. Mm. Mm. Going to go for three. Yeah. Uh, I'm going for Liverpool. Mm. I, I've contradicted myself here. Leicester. Didn't I just say something different back then? You said two all. No. Two all. Yeah. Liverpool, Leicester. So I'm going for it. I'm going for Leicester clean sheet. Okay. Brighton, Everton, Man United for that nil nil. Okay. Yep. I don't think that will because Man United always score at home. But mm. I'm going for it. Um, so that's the end of part three. Don't go anywhere. We've got part four. We've got the answer to the quiz question. Welcome to part four. We're finally here. It's the answer to the quiz question. Nathan, I asked you. Mm. Uh, new Watford boss Nigel Pearson signed Premier League top scorer Jamie Vardy for a bargain of 1.1 million in 2012 when he was boss at Leicester. Mm. Name Pearson's three most expensive signings whilst at Leicester. Tough one. I'm trying to think of because he was only manager in the Premier League there for a year and trying to think who he signed. N'Golo Conte? No. Okay. He really was a bargain then, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, Riyad Mahrez? No. He was like 350. Damari right? Gray? No. Think uh, Fuchs. Christian Fuchs? No. Think of a striker. Big, tall striker. Brighton. Bobby Zamora. He didn't sign in. No. Ujoa? So. Oh, God. Yeah. Leandro yeah. Ujoa. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's another striker. Ooh. Oh, Shinji Okazaki. No, no, no. Oh. He didn't really play. He came like during a January transfer window. And then he was like, this guy's going to be great. He's, I think he's a Croat or Serb or something. Oh, um, 
I can see him. He went up back off James to Germany. Kalinic. No, not Kalinic. The other one. Uh, Kramaric. Kramaric, yeah. yeah, yeah. Kramaric. Fantastic. Spot on. And the last one is a defender. A right back. Go on. Not Danny Simpson. It's Danny Simpson. Ah. Mm. Yeah. So uh, Danny Simpson cost 2.25 from QPR 2014. Kramaric mm. cost 8.1. Yeah. I thought it was more than that. Um, and Ajoa cost 9. Ajoa cost 9 million. Mm. But he wow. did well in the championship season though, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. Picking our FPL team. Right, listeners. Um, our FPL team's doing all right. So we don't want to make too many changes. And because it's quite early in the week... I think, Nathan, we've decided to leave it for a few days. Yeah, I think see what happens over the week. The Champions, Champions League, League games. There might be some injuries, might be some you know changes yeah. to teams. I think it's best to keep our powder dry at the moment. Potentially the goalkeeper change out again. Yeah. But yeah, we'll yeah, see. Yeah, potentially get McCarthy out. But yeah, maybe we'll Chilwell back. But yeah, let's, uh, let's pause decide and on, that. on that. And no doubt we'll choose Jamie Vardy, your captain. I think it's silly not to at the moment. Or Mane. Oh, I don't know. We'll decide later. Mm. Right, that's it from us. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, many thanks here to Nathan. Thanks, mate. Thank you, mate. Uh, the secret journalist who isn't here. Yeah. Uh, Tommy Gunn, bowstring the cup, a.k.a. Matt Kearney, FBN Nymphra, and the Fantasy Football Chaps. Uh, if you need to, you can contact us at Pod. Don't forget to join our league, PDSD BV4. And enjoy game week 17. We'll see you the other side. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Get to the top.